My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Golf pals, are you tired of getting your dad a world's best dad coffee mug for Father's Day? Is your dad's backpack ugly, old, or beat up? Surprise him this Father's Day with the OGO Summit Laptop Backpack. Pack. I trust OGO for all my bag needs. I'm staring at my OGO backpack right this second, and I have a wonderful OGO travel case I've been using for all these travels back and forth from Shinnecock Hills and other exciting destinations. Celebrate Father's Day by getting your dad, husband, or heck, even yourself. These are badass backpacks. Get yourself a new Summit backpack special for listeners of the Shack House. Use promo code Shack House for 40% off the Summit backpack on OGO.com through June 20th. That's promo code Shack House for 40% off the Summit backpack. OGO makes the world's best bags. Pals, today's show also brought to you by Proper Cloth, the leader in men's custom shirts. Are you having trouble finding shirts that fit? I wonder if Phil was out there today in a in a in a shirt that fit. He didn't uh, shoot that, that well, Chef. Kinda, kinda, but yeah. kinda barely. And, well, maybe he should have <laughs> headed over to propercloth.com because their ordering custom shirts has never been easier. You create your custom shirt size by answering. 10 easy questions. Shirts start at 80 bucks and are delivered in just two weeks. Perfect fit is guaranteed. If a shirt doesn't fit, they will remake it for free. The whole process is risk-free. For premium quality, perfect-fitting shirts, visit propercloth.com slash shackhouse and use gift code shackhouse to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. And now let's go to... The Shack House. Hey, 
House, it sounds like uh, I tainted you by having you in the media center. You're not letting it roll on the Shock House. I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't uh, ruin your uh, your hey, delivery method. Shaq, in the same way mm. that we wow. were together in a, in a place where decorum was the order of the day, I am wow. sitting. I'm coming <laughs> whoa, whoa, to you whoa. live. This is a media center. Decorum is a or strong you, word here. You told me not to yell so that you didn't get I kicked did. out. You had a I whole week, work, week's worth of work to do. I myself am sitting in a boardroom right now at oh. the Westwood Country Club in Vienna, wow. Virginia. You know how I do. Every year, this is the time for my member guests. It's a wonderful tradition having the member guests coincide with the U.S. Open and with Father's Day. It's a great tradition. It's a beautiful day down here in uh, Vienna, Virginia. And I'm going to start this off by asking you. I'll give you an over-under bet because, you know, we started off with uh, – <laughs> we ended the preview with some – with some uh, prognostication, how many transfusions do you think? I'll set the line at three and a half, over or under. And we mm. haven't been talking long enough on this phone call for you today for you to know or on this show. Three and a half is the number. Go ahead and tell, tell everybody what you think I'm at right now. Well, I think because you're a responsible podcaster, you, you, you kept the under, and there's another one waiting for you as soon as the show is over. That's outstanding. That's it. No, is that green, correct? By the way, well, it's not only is it correct, but I'd also like to give you a pat on the back. That's the first time anybody's ever called me a responsible podcaster <laughs> in my entire life. So thank oh, you for my, that. That's wonderful. Well, I, I appreciate it. And we would love to have a transfusion here in the media center. They did open up some beer for us uh, to uh, help our stories flow a little bit more tonight because <laughs> this is an interesting one to write, this first round at Shinnecock Hills. Um, certainly a challenge to be uh, – to, to understand just what happened today. <laughs> this is well, unbelievable. This, the yeah, world top you. 10 are 50, just finished 51 over par in the first round of the U.S. Open. I'm working on a little numbers roundup. Now, the top 10 low amateurs right now are a little more than 51 over par house, but not much more than that. Now, that's an amazing thing that these amateurs are almost in the same category as the world top 10. I think that speaks to what an unbelievably bizarre freak show it was today out there. And frankly, House, the weather didn't quite get as bad uh, as expected. I mean, so it was question, windy, but yeah, it wasn't my, as crazy my, as it could have been. My, I have two questions for you. My first question is, does it feel like a morgue? Because of the massacre, I mean, are you bringing in bodies? Bit. Are they wheeling in bodies? I'm not, I'm not, not trying to liken this to a natural disaster or anything, but it was a bloodbath out there today, Shay. It really was, yeah. And they and they backed off the golf course. It was clear they when you walked on the turf versus you wa walking on the in the fescue native areas that they drenched it last night. But this place just just drains like crazy, and they definitely did not take the greens to a place they can take them and if you watch on television you see those putts roll and they don't they don't uh quite roll out like you're used to seeing and that's great can, congratulations to the usga for not uh messing things up and having a play stoppage and all that stuff um that said it still is astonishing to see what these groups did and and how poorly they played um but then that said dustin johnson's really having kind of a ragged day ball striking wise for him i haven't quite seen the final numbers as we're recording uh and he's going to be uh tied for the lead of this tournament with uh three other people so there are there were great players in the uh upper echelon who were able to ham and egg it but it was only him and, and justin thomas a little bit uh and the rest stunk uh justin rose was right there oh yes justin rose excuse me that, yes I, world I, world number uh 
three at the moment. We gave out both Justins, so I don't mind it. I mean, that was one of the things that we talked about. Now, I, I uh, am interested in where your numbers come out because when I open up, and, and kudos, by the way, the USGA page, when you uh, open up to look at the leaderboard and click on an individual player, they they are really down with the data. I mean, that this mm. is terrific. Ninety. They have fairways hit percentage, mm-hmm. and they show the uh, that that player versus the field, and they're also showing greens and regulation percentages. And again, as against the field. So I clicked open Justin Rose. Justin Rose had a day off the tee. Ninety three percent fairways hit. That's thirteen out of fourteen. Yeah. Bettering bettering the field average of seventy percent. He was kind of like a little bit better than the rest. 12 of 18, greens and regulation, that's 67%. The field was under 50% today, greens and regulation. Yeah. And my f- question to you, what's the sentiment there on the ground, since I'm down here in lovely Vienna, is it an intimidation factor? Is it the wind? Is it discomfort because of uh, the inexperience with the, the combination of course conditions? What What I- is the the main thing that's getting in these guys' way. I think it has to be the intimidation factor because, again, the wind was tough at times, but it was never quite what they had said. Uh, it, it never got to the 30 number. Uh, maybe one or two moments, it, it was briefly very extreme on the 10th hole, but nothing serious. You know, House, when you're out there looking at the holes, and you were out there, since they've expanded all the greens here, when you stand in the fairways, every green now has this kind of look of a crowned, um, a very intimidating target. And I really think that's a big part of this. Um, a lot of the guys I saw hit beautiful. I mean, Rory hit the most beautiful low cut off the 6T. They can play wind. I think it was just a combination of, of intimidation and maybe, maybe slow greens, maybe POA greens. We heard a few comments in the press conferences that you're back on bumpy POA. Um, but each player is a little bit different. You know, Jordan Speed's issues were, the same issues he's had all year. He, 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 he hit some putts hard. He seems to have some things, uh, energy wise that are, that are just, he's just off. He's, he's devoting his energy to odd things. <clears throat> I mean, there were Fox's mics picked him up complaining about a whole, uh, uh, well, we didn't know what he was complaining about as he was st- walking up to the putt. He had about a three footer on, uh, 15 for par. Walking up to the putt, and you hear him saying to Michael Greller, that's the second one of these that's that's off. And I went, okay, well, is he talking about the green reading book or the whole location sheet? Well, after the round, he spoke to us, unlike um, people like Jason Day and Rory McIlroy and Phil Mickelson. <laughs> um, uh, oh, they darted. all rolled? No, oh, no, they rolled. No commentary oh, post Rory went right to the parking lot. I mean, straight to the parking lot. But uh, but Jordan said no. It was just that there were, there were some holes that were dicey to him, whole locations. And that's what he was referencing when he was saying that. But he's saying that as he's in his routine, walking up to the putt, talking to his caddy. That's not a good place to be. And he was also had an aiming stick on the putting green before the round. So my point is, uh, you pick on these players. I mean, Phil Mickelson, you, you mentioned Judson Rose hitting 13th fairways. Phil Mickelson hit 13 fairways today and, and shot 77. Um, if you had told Phil that he was going to hit 13 fairways on a windy day at Shinnecock Hills, um, he would have been very happy to hear that, and he would have said, thank you very much. That'll be a 70 at the worst. Uh, he, he could not hit an iron to save his life. Uh, it was just horrendous. Uh, the nine I watched, I didn't see the whole 18. So every guy had a little bit something 
going on that was uh, that was that was problematic. Uh, but like I said, Dustin Johnson, not great uh, day ball striking, and look at him, one under par. So that's why he's a phenomenal player. Simple as that. So uh, li- listening to your take and, and as you, as you were describing a, a couple of the guys, one of the things I think when we were out on the grounds together, walking around the, in the in the experience of it, was um, the uh, the confusion is the word I'm going to use that is kind of natural to playing a venue where you can't really get a feel for, for, for the wind. You can't look up at the trees and see which way the wind is blowing on any mm-hmm. particular hole. You can look off in the distance and try and get flags and stuff, but there are yeah. no natural... Although, <laughs> yeah, that can be brutal. This is a thing. And, yeah, up at the clubhouse, yeah. there's, there are flags on the, on the driving range grandstand and there are flags on the 14th hole grandstand. And every time today I looked up there, they were doing different things. And it may have been the angle, but it was, I, you look at that and you think, oh boy, if a player's having to look at that to gauge win, that's going to get in their head. Got in but my head. Yeah, this is what I'm, uh, why I'm asking. At, at, at Shinnecock, the combination of the way the greens appear when you're standing in the fairway, and the, the the great discomfort that comes from not knowing, not having a great feel for the wind. And what I'm getting at is how did Tiger Woods shoot triple bogey on the first <sighs> hole? How did he make triple? He airmailed the green. Just airmailed it. I mean, it he, wasn't even close house. It wasn't like it was one of those that just trickled up to the edge and then f- collapsed down the hill. It just absolutely took – it wasn't even close. It just – it was a horrendous So how's a guy shot. like – I think he was amped up. Yeah, that's right. They had a yeah, stat. He, I mean, they had a stat. His first hole on the U.S. Open, uh, I can't remember the number now. It's it's just awful. He has an awful number. Going back to Torrey Pines, he couldn't play the first hole. Well, you know and, why? Uh, you amazing. know why he was he was amped up? He was so excited about giving out all of our listeners that delicious winner that that prop bet we gave them. Will Tiger Woods hit the fairway on the first hole? The answer was yes. We told everybody listening, get out there, <laughs> get your mortgage payment. Now, Shaq, I will have to confess to you, I my own self, when I submitted my ticket late last night, did ah, not include yes. that. And the reason I didn't include mm. it is both because the odds had moved in the wrong direction, but also because you had sent me a win forecast, and I got a little nervous that he wasn't going to yeah. do exa- do this, the right thing, which is walk up there with whatever it was—a four iron, or maybe it was even a, f- a five iron. I don't know. Whatever, it, what club he yeah. teed off with. Um, and I was worried that it was going to just go a little right and trickle into that right, you know, sort of first first scrub area there. Well, and it was uh, really just a horrendous way to start the round. But then he did right the ship for a while, and then it uh, it all kind of collapsed he, it almost collapsed on 10 he made an unbelievable up and down on that hole he, he didn't hit a good second shot rolled down the face of the the uh, the green and then made the incredible most incredible up and down bogeyed 11 and uh from I there watched he just 11 hit, you saw that so you said then you saw the bad tee shots at uh at 12 and uh 14 and and that was really uh, and then the, the four putt at 13 it was it was a train wreck, essentially. There, but, um, but th- those are all unforced errors. That, yeah. That's the thing that that's that's so surprising to me. Like, there's there's no reason to be standing on the tee at eleven, which is a hundred and sixty yard shot, and hit such a lackluster. You know, uh, he just flared one out to the right, and it it was you know like what I would do out there. I mean, I, yeah, I know that's a, a ridiculous of, thing uh, to say. A lot of guys did. I'll tell you one thing. I you know we just don't have any chance to talk to them. 
in depth anymore unless they come in the interview room or or it's just a player like Poulter or, or McElroy when he's when he comes in the interview room and they want to chat. But the thing I think I'm going to try and get at with some players the next few days, you just have to wonder if the golf course being so exposed the way it is and not tree-lined, and, and that's really most good players like a, a defined hole, tree-lined uh, fairways. That If this place is just so difficult for them, because it's very difficult to get your line on a tee. Speed said that after the round, um, and it got me thinking that, that, I mean, when you think of the 14th tee, I don't know if you got up their house when you were here, but it's right under the clubhouse. They played it at 536 today. It's averaging the last I looked. Like I said, on Golf Week, I'm going to have a little roundup of, of numbers, but it was 4.738, I think, which... I'm going to go uh, knock on the, the uh, research desk door and ask if it's going to be up there with the hardest holes uh, statistically for a round in the U.S. Open. In but history, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's up on this hill. The 14th hole used to be uh, lined by shrubs years ago, and, and it, you could you could just feel a shot. And now it's so exposed, and on a day like today when it's windy and sunny – by the way – so clear out and so I know I'm not making excuses for players by the way but these are these are just the kind of little things that you ask why what what why I mean I'm just sitting here looking at just horrendous scores on the scoreboard here what are the things that that would throw this many great great golfers off and these are the things I have to just assume that it's the, the, obviously you throw in the wind and the difficulty of the architecture, but also this kind of stuff with a, a bright day and alignment. You know, just there were just a lot of things going against you as a player. So it 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 just makes the incredibly good play of uh, some of these top players uh, around par or just a little bit under or right right over that much more impressive. Well, I'm going to do something ridiculous, which is ask you oh. to indulge me. I mean, I do oh. many ridiculous things, but oh, I want yeah. you, you to... Maybe, you know what? I'm going to take the over under the number of transfusions <laughs> you've had. And by the way, can no, I just I, ask quickly, do they do any... Do they put any special twist on their transfusion? This, this, No, I, this, this is vodka rather than gin. Down in the south, uh, when I have a transfusion, it's, there's always gin. But up here, we're, we're in northern Virginia, okay. so we're not quite far enough south. So it's, a, ah. it's vodka, it's grape juice. You can have your choice between a little splash of Sprite or if you'd like a little bit of uh, club soda. I mean, you know, they, you can, okay. can uh, uh, customize a little bit if you're inclined. Okay, um, I just wanted that clarification for the record. Go on. Yeah. My, so the the ridiculous thing that I want to get to is um, who we might think as we look at this leaderboard um, might come in. I'm going to talk a little bit about the live odds. But before we get there, I want to, to engage you in something that, that I think I'm going to characterize as a little bit philosophical, which is, which is this. The whole week leading up to this event, and you and I engaged in our own selves in the preview show, a lot of the talk about this venue as being, you know, its place in history and, you know, how well regarded it is and, you know, the sort of classic architecture and, right, you know, the, right. the unique, does it diminish any of those, you know, does it diminish its standing when these guys come in, and we're talking about, you know, t on today's show, guys being uncomfortable um, because of the way the ball looks in the sky, because it's it's clear they can't figure out the wind. The greens are all sort of um, um, camouflaged in a way; they all look tiny to the guy's eyes. Is there is, is any of that, you know, taking away from the stature of of Shinnecock and, and you know the accolades we've been heaping on it? <laughs> 
I think it's a great question because I did ponder today why um, the golf course is coming off as sort of um, unlovable. And, and even some of the Fox announcers were saying, you know, that this is a very hard course to, to get that good feeling that a good player likes to have and seeing shots, which is unusual because that's actually why people have always loved Shinnecock Hills. And I was a little surprised to hear that uh, commentary a couple times. So I, I don't think it diminishes it. Um, of course, you know, not that long ago in the game house, if the scores like this, people worshiped a golf course for humiliating players and, uh, or, or making them, uh, shoot very high scores. Uh, so I don't think it does. I, I, yeah, I do have questions about whether modern green speeds and these green complexes are just a kind of a goofy match because we are looking at greens that were slowed down today to make the whole thing work. But I think that's something we'll be able to ask more after the tournament. Um, you know, ultimately it was a, just a very difficult day and, uh, a little bit of an odd confluence of, of, uh, great stars sticking it up. And, um, you know, uh, no, I wouldn't call it a strong bias in the, the tea time draw. The morning guys got, uh, pretty good wind. In fact, uh, steadier maybe than the afternoon guys. The afternoon guys did have to deal with a wind shift though. So they, they didn't quite meet the, meet the numbers of the forecast, but they did match what the forecaster had said would be a uh, a shift and uh, a pretty steady wind all day. And, and on that front house, uh, so when we look ahead here down to round two, uh, I want you to uh, keep in mind, and some people will probably be listening to this as uh, the wind is already well underway, but there's supposed to be more, a little more breeze in the in the morning tomorrow. Uh, for round two, nothing, no, nothing substantial. Um, but what is noteworthy in the forecast is that it's um, uh, essentially 8 to 12 miles an hour, 10 to 15 at, at uh, 8 a.m., and then 8 to 12 at uh, 11 a.m. But then in the afternoon, they have 6 to 10, which is, which is very, very light for the afternoon. So it's setting up for... And what I, I think ultimately after 36, we're going to say that it was an early, late tea time draw bias. That's my conclusion. And the weather forecaster here so far has been very accurate all week. So, um, what do you, what my, do you mean by bias? Is, well, generally, of course, sometimes not always, but most times in these tournaments, we see certain sides of the draw get right, right, uh, right. The better, but deal the, on uh, the first two rounds and i think the the people who teed off early today got a little uh, you know better conditions and smoother greens and even though they got guys, some win those were all the guys bit. that sucked that was spieth that was jason day that was phil I know. that was I rory what well, my point is you're not getting the hint <laughs> is right. i think that somebody like phil after he uh, uh regroups tonight figures out what was going on with his irons, or even Rory, uh, or somebody else from that that wave um, may look at this wind and say, okay, I, I've got a chance to shoot 68 tomorrow and make the cut, and who knows what happens on the weekend. That's all I'm saying. I, do, I don't... Ah, uh, so this is, this is what I like. So what you're saying is there's going to be an opportunity for the guys that went out this morning and got blitzed to formulate, cogitate, and recuperate and show up tomorrow afternoon with a yeah, game Yeah, I mean, traditionally, a, a golf course by the water, you're going to assume the afternoon's just going to be windier than the morning. But right now, the forecast says that. So I think that 
these players, and they, they look at the weather. They cite it. They look at it hourly. Jordan Spieth even looked at Monday's playoff forecast uh, in advance of the week. <laughs> Too bad there's no Monday playoff anymore. What? For- yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you didn't hear about that? Did we not? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was not aware that there's a new two-hole playoff. So he obviously doesn't listen to the – he didn't listen to the Shack House preview. And he also clearly isn't reading much of anything. Um, I believe uh, – uh, pretty much everybody on the planet who follows golf knew they had switched that, but the, so that was a little of a strange thing. So yes, yeah, so they look at the weather forecast closely. That's my point, and I think you'll see some guys somehow. They'll have a nice meal tonight. Uh, they'll do some uh, meditation, or they'll get a massage, and they'll go. You know what? I these scores were horrendous. I may be eight over. I may be seven over. I may be six over. Um, but if I shoot around par, one under, two under, uh, I'm suddenly. You know, I'm I'm somewhere. I've got I've got some life going into the weekend. But anyway, it's just something to keep in mind. Now I might I just I'm throwing that out at you to take a look at some some things going into the day. Are you glad though that I've talked you out of the um, sixty five point five over under? Uh, yes, just, yes, that's I, a I great job by the odds. Yeah, great great work by the prop it. maker because that one had me yeah. stumped, as you know. Hey, friends, before we do a few predictions and look forward a little bit more to the rest of this incredible U.S. Open here at Shinnecock Hills, a word from our friends at Callaway, makers of the new XO putters, Sergio Garcia, 75 today, which, of course, was actually a very good round at Shinnecock Hills, has put the new Odyssey XO Rossi putter in the bag. Rossi, Rossi, are you out there? Oh, I'm sorry. People of a certain generation, you have no idea who Rossi was. He was the greatest on-course reporter ever, great golfer, and he has a putter named after him, the Odyssey XO. Of course, Sergio loves those rounder edges. I love the incredible industrial design of the new XOs. You have to go out and take a look at them. It is so cool to see this kind of refined design. Of course, they have the incredibly high MOI from a premium multi-material construction. They're lightweight. There's the aluminum in the center. There's all the cool stuff. you got to go read it at the redesignedcallawaygolf.com about the new Odyssey XO putter in Sergio's bag this week at the U.S. Open. And friends, of course, this is the Shack House. So we have... A little betting talk. And our friends at MyBookie are here, and they want to know if you know who's going to win the ball game tonight. So lay down some money. Get in on the action at the safest online sports book in the world. MyBookie.ag offers all kinds of different wagers on Major League Baseball, as well as every type of sport and league in the world. Sports gambling is legal now in the United States, or, well, almost kind of. It's getting there. Anyway, when you win, you get lightning-fast payouts. You can even create your own player prop wagers using their prop machine. Oh, oh my, a prop machine. So go check them out. Use promo code SHACK, and you'll get up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit if you want to experience Las Vegas-style sportsbook gambling. MyBookie.ag, that's bookie. B-O-O-K-I-E, I think you all know how to spell it, mybookie.ag, is the only place to check it out. They even have casino games like blackjack, roulette, and slots. So remember, you play, you win, you get paid. Forget Las Vegas, go to mybookie.ag, sign up with the promo code SHACK. Ensure you're eligible for all future promotions and bonuses. That's mybookie.ag, use promo code SHACK. So here's here, I'm going to read you 10 names. Here are the 10 guys uh a top line i'm just gonna um in terms of odds to win and they're all prominent names so none of the guys that are currently on the leaderboard 
that having you know sort of a uh, nobody without a win next to their name um, is is on this list. DJ right now is less than two and a half to one. Uh, if you wanted to bet DJ to win the tournament, you yeah. only get plus two twenty. That's like be- barely better than two to one odds. Justin yeah. Rose is five and a half to one. Henrik Stenson is thirteen to one. Poulter at seventeen to one. Ricky Fowler at nineteen to one. Justin Thomas at twenty-two to one. Duffner at twenty-six to one, and Russell Henley at thirty to one. Uh, those are ten names. Um, or I, I can't do math right now. I just had a sip of transfusion, right. but it's close enough. to ten yeah, names. Yeah, out that's of, enough. Out yeah. of those names, is there any name that you heard name odds combo that would that would catch your attention that may raise an eyebrow or even get you out of your chair and head I over think to Stenson. the ticket window? Oh. I think Stenson. Yeah, I love oh. I love what he did this afternoon. I I had my doubts about his short game on this golf course, even though everybody cited his incredible ball striking numbers, but. Oh, that's definitely the name that jumps out for me. That did that didn't for you? Um, I actually was looking at, and you know, I'm I'm a narrative guy. I was a uh, an English major in college. I'm always looking for a story. I bet on Phil because I wanted to buy the story. You know, I bet sure, the story. Sure, sure. The guy, the guy I like out of those names I mentioned is none other than Ricky Fowler. Hmm. Okay. At, ni- at nineteen to one, I really like the way he managed uh, himself around the golf course. Sixteen pars. He also twelve of eighteen greens in regulation. Um, so you know, six, it was a very like uh, mundane seventy three, but it was a seventy three that would, didn't get him in any trouble whatsoever. It's a seventy three that has him on the leaderboard. You know, in in, in a uh, in a inside the top fifteen. Uh, or no, top twenty. I'm sorry. Uh, the the plus twos are all at, at tied at thirteen. He's tied at, at at twenty. It's just like a nice position to be in, a nice easy way in as he kind of gets his bearings. And this this new engagement thing, you know, there's always this freeing element that guys talk about when they have this aspect of their life settled down and the jolt of adrenaline that comes from you know uh, having that wonderful commitment ahead of him for the rest of his life. Who knows, Shaq? Ricky okay. Fowler, nineteen to one. I, I, he might be my guy. Okay. Do we have a cut? Uh, uh, we probably don't now, but uh, it's going to be high. So <laughs> it's going to be high. I mean, right now, I'll tell you the number that uh, T. All there's a group of guys that uh, tied at sixty-seven, at plus six, and then at plus seven, you're tied at eighty-nine. So it's right now in that range. It seems like a cut. Let's let's forecast the cut line. It's a I'm 60 and ties situation. There are a bunch of guys at plus five. All the guys at plus five are inside the top 60 right now. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think it, it, it with the forecast, it's probably going to be eight over, if I had to guess. Oh, Maybe eight. nine. Okay. I was, yeah, I was going to say possibly ten. I mean, I just... Yeah, I it could know. be. I just, for some reason, I think some people will be freed up a little bit more and they'll... They'll uh, feel better. I mean, the golf, the greens. I don't. You know, I think that's what's so peculiar about the day, is if you really watched it closely, the greens held beautifully. Uh, I mean, balls were just sticking. Uh, people were able to keep it in the fairway, no problem. You know, the last U.S. Open year, a lot of balls, a lot of holes, the ball rolled. A beautiful drive would roll into the rough. So I think that's what makes it such a head scratching day that you saw greens holding and they they were slow by the. 
speeds of today's players. They're still frightening putts. So I don't really know if that was it, but um, was there a I read? Really, they, what was? Did they give a number for how they were? We rolling? did not get a number, and in fact, in fact, you've brought up a fascinating little point. I, I, I you know, I try not to wear out my welcomes going up to the front desk, but the the in the Mike Davis era, we've gotten extensive daily course setup notes, and uh, I don't believe we got them today. I'm going to have to go back and look. So, where else, what else did you did you? Yeah, what's the buzz there at the member guest? Well, I will tell you, uh, the group here, there is a strong sentiment that folks um, are really enjoying the bloodbath. Uh, there is a real nostalgia for that old school um, U.S. Open massacre. And yeah, okay. there was, f- among, among the people yeah. that I came in contact with, my partner Bobby Johnson, some other Steve Mosley, the crew was expressing a little bit of... of uh, uh, enthusiasm for the idea that the open has been restored to its proper sta- station as the you know golf's stiffest test. So I, I on the grounds <laughs> here, and I'm I'm talking about you know I have a stiff drink right next to me, but um, there was a real enthusiasm for uh, just you know, and and it was at Shinnecock. So we talked about this earlier yeah the traditional venue show. Vibe, people have been yeah. talking about it all week yeah because right. it's just it's, as treeless and linksy is- as chambers bay and aaron hills right right but it's shinnecock hills it's a yeah, 1896 it's- founding yeah yes. all that yeah yeah, yeah so it's, exactly and 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 let's be honest it's a lot of the architecture is probably better <laughs> but a lot it's of the a, architecture's probably better. Yeah, it's a legendary place, and uh, and that's where this discussion of USGA and the US Open losing its identity. I think I uh, I guess it hasn't excited me much because w- when you look at the venue list the next few years, uh, it's going to be a situation where people kind of forget that discussion. I think because they're just going back to the yeah the blue chip golf courses. It's incredible. It's an incredible list. Well, look, you gave out Stenson. I gave out Fowler. Um, we'll both keep an eye on on, on the trials and tribulations that those, those gentlemen uh, face. We're back Sunday evening at the conclusion of the tournament. Hopefully it's not too late. Uh, what time do we forecast this thing's going to be over Sunday night? Oh, they take it as far as they can. Now, we remember we have our two-hole playoffs, so they uh, will have room for that. I well, believe yeah. uh, I believe the attempted sign-off time is uh, 7 Eastern, but I'll check on that. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll be there at 7.15 Eastern to get this uh, <laughs> recap show. <laughs> not, Let's not, hope. Yeah, it should be like good. I, I, I'm, I'm confident with the, way, the, the forecast that uh, – the guys will perform a little bit better as they they go here, and uh, but it was a great day for. There's some some uh, fantastic coverage to read out there tonight for people. That some of the amateur stories uh, are excellent. Our uh, firefighter and Mark yeah. um, Matt Parziali Matt. Uh, shots four over. Awesome yeah, play by great, him. Great day, Matt. Um, we we have so there's some really interesting stuff. Like I said, the amateurs played great. Some of the qualifiers did very well, and. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just looking at the board. There's there's some interesting people. Uh, Sam Burns, who we gave out the other day, nice T6 uh, plus one right now. And yeah, that's uh, a good number. That's a good Jason, number. I uh, house. I I don't want to be negative, but I'm not feeling it for Duffner. I just watched him stand over about an 18 inch putt for a solid 15 20 seconds. That was uh, nobody should have to see that. He made it. He made it. 
Uh, but that's, I, that's I'm why we didn't give him out. We didn't yeah. give out Duffer. No, yeah. we don't think he's going to win. No, we didn't. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so there should be some fantastic coverage for those out there uh, hoping to read, of course, golfweek.com. And you and I will be uh, on the Twitter. And you're going to go back now to the uh, – is this like To a, the bar. I'm going back guest? to the bar, Shaq. Is, yeah, I'm going, I mean, is this are you like you Rodney? Are you, you know – Tipping the band to, uh, um, to, to to start playing some Earth, you, Wind, you and Fire, or like you what's, what's the scene at the member guest here? I'm, you wouldn't believe I'm dying to know because I'm going back to Jake's Fifty Eight Casino, which which <laughs> is um, quite a special place. So 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 give me something. You, I mean, you could put down a wager that that wouldn't be a bad a bad opportunity for you. Uh, yeah, tonight's stag night, so uh, I have a choice to make when we're done recording this show. I could either go home and get a good night's sleep and uh, take care of the dogs and, you know, see, see see the family a little bit, or I could stay here for another three hours or four hours or six or seven hours. Um, what do you think I'm going to do? I think you're going to do a little bit of both. I think you're going to find that happy medium between both. That's it, my guy. Uh, thank you, Shaq. Dead silence. Wow, the, dead silence. Appreciate the vote of confidence. Hey, before we go, you know, we've told you, you're running out of time on the Stars and Stripes, Truvis, Callaway, Chrome Soft Golf Ball. You know what the strangest thing was at the U.S. Open I saw after hearing a few people make fun of me playing a Truvis at some really nice courses in the neighborhood? I saw pro golfers out practicing with Truvis before the U.S. Open, and they were using the Stars and Stripes. I couldn't believe it. Alex Noren, Phil Mickelson, totally awesome. Because, by the way, the Truvis is an awesome ball to practice with. There's an optical illusion thing going on there, people. You can read about it online at CallawayGolf.com. It's amazing. The ball looks bigger than a normal Chrome Soft. Normal Chrome Soft X is wonderful, but you got to go check out the Stars and Stripes Truvis. It's a limited time only. July 4th is coming up. you got to have those in your bag. They were out in the practice shag bags here at the U.S. Open. And before we go, we'd like to give one more thank you to our friends at Proper Cloth. Of course, you know if you're having trouble finding shirts that don't fit, you got to go to propercloth.com and order those custom shirts. It's never been easier. Create your own size by answering 10 easy questions. They start at 80 bucks. If it doesn't fit, you send it back. The whole thing is risk-free. So for premium quality, perfect fitting shirts, visit propercloth.com slash shackhouse and use gift code shackhouse to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. Well, on that note, I look forward to talking to you Sunday when we have a new U.S. Open champion here on the Shack House Thunder Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.